Hey, Rising Runners, today I'm going to share with you how I have spent over $27,000 on coaching for my business to help me go to the next level. And I'm going to talk about why I think every single dollar I have spent has been worth it. I know that you're a run coach, so you know the value of coaching. That's your entire business model is you understanding that when you bring on a runner, you are able to help them get results faster. You're a guide to be someone for them to come to, to be able to speak their their truth about running when you know no one else in their life probably wants to talk about it, right? You're gonna give them the plan that's custom to them. You're gonna help them learn things that they didn't even realize they needed to know. And you know this, most importantly, you're gonna believe in them even when they don't believe in themselves. And the value of coaching is, is far higher than I think most people even realize. And this is why I'm super passionate about, you know, run coaches charging more and charging what they're worth, because I believe that coaching is the best tool that a runner can invest in. On that same note, I think as a business owner and as you as a run coach should be investing in your business too. You need a coach of some sort at all times. And I hope my goal with the podcast is this is how I got started with coaching was listening to free trainings to podcasts, looking for people who had done what I wanted to do and seeing what they had done. One of the things that I ran into early in my business was I was if I don't know if you relate to this, but when I first started my business, my mind was open to all new possibilities. My first personal development book was recommended by um, a mentor of mine was the Grant Cardone's <laughs> The 10X Rule. 10X Rule, yeah, that's the name of it. And it was a pretty intense book. But what it opened my mind up to was not just that I needed to do more and I needed to take massive action in order to grow my business, but it it opened my mind up to this idea of entrepreneurship and that there were people out there who were making great life-changing incomes. I had come from a corporate background. I mean, I'm an, I was a former accountant. Um, I had gone to business school, but I didn't necessarily have the entrepreneurial mindset until I decided to be a coach. And I decided to be a coach because I loved health and fitness. I loved running. I wanted to help people. But in order to help people, <laughs> You have to find them and sell to them and market to them and be a business owner. And it's something that it sounds like it very simple, like, oh, I'll just, you know, go on Instagram or I'll I'll tell people what I'm offering. But we all know it's not as simple as we think. And oftentimes we can go from free training to free training. Like I was that junkie, just like, I don't know if you relate to this either, but like I used to be that person that would go from like, I would get like a group on for like bar class and then I would like join class pass for the free trial and I would try all these different fitness studios and I wasn't seeing any freaking results in my fitness because I was just bouncing around with no plan right and it wasn't until I did a workout program that had an exact plan and then later hired a run coach that I saw a huge breakthrough in my fitness and my running it's the same thing with business and if you are wanting to take your run coaching business to that next level, it's super important for you to cons- to invest in some kind of personal or business training 
coaching and development. And I wanted, I thought it would be helpful for me to kind of walk through the different ways I've invested, again, spending over $27,000 on coaching, which when I first started, that number would have completely shocked me. Um, so full disclosure, in my first year as a coach, I made, I actually just found my W, um, or I just found my like tax return from that year. I made $3,593 in my first year. I started in like mid-year, and that's how much money I made in my first year. The year after I hired a coach, I made over $100,000. I share that with you just to show the progression of what is possible through coaching. So the way that I first started, again, I started with personal development. So that's just reading books, listening to books, and getting in the room, even though I couldn't, I didn't feel like I was ready to pay to get in the room, right? To like pay for a coach. I didn't even know, like the idea of coaching wasn't even in my mind when I first started. But once I started listening to personal development, I started listening to these podcasts of people that had done things that I didn't even see myself doing, I started to take on, I started to see my vision get bigger, right? And that's step one is finding people who have done what you want to do. And I know sometimes it can feel even intimidating to follow run coaches that like have big followings. And I mean, let's be honest, I've talked about this in my Instagram episode. Just because someone has a big following does not mean they're making a lot of money. And just because someone has a smaller following doesn't mean they're not making money. So it's, It is deceptive on social media. And I know we all know this in general on social media, right? The runner who posts crazy fast (laughs) runs and then they totally bomb their race because they're not training properly, right? Um, So we know that social media doesn't show everything. But what I would encourage you to do is find those people that you resonate with and that you admire and listen to, see the way they show up and see the way that they that they show up in their business. And I would encourage you even to maybe ask if they've invested in any coaching or any programs. Um, but here's, I'm just giving you the my experience of how much I've invested. So my first actual experience with the price tag that came with masterminds and whatnot was my best friend had gone through a life coach certification and she hired, a, she joined a mastermind. And when she told me how much she paid for that mastermind, I was like, again, we can do a whole episode on money mindset, but I was like, oh my God, this is like a scam. Like how, like she's paying that much money to be in a group coaching program. But the growth that I saw in her was huge. And it's really not about the, even after she did that first program, I was still like, oh my gosh, that was a lot, right? So it goes back to the price of a coaching program is related to the value that it creates for the person. And I think we get stuck in this like, this mindset. It's funny because we'll fork over, you know, we'll put out, they'll take out loans for private college for thirty, $50,000 a year, but we don't want to invest in coaching for even a fraction of that, right? Anyways, that was my first experience with kind of getting the idea of how much it costs, which then later helped me feel more comfortable investing when you know someone else has. Okay, so the first, the next step that I took is I I attended a conference. So it was a conference for coaches to learn how to grow their business. And at this conference, there was speakers of all different 
types of people, right? From different backgrounds and different stories. There was like a hairstylist who was now, you know, crushing it and making a million dollars a year as a coach. I'm like, oh my God, like if she could do it, I can do it, right? And then there was like, you know, the accountant like me who she was sharing her tips and her value. And I left that conference being like, my vision again was larger. It was bigger. It was like, this is what's possible. And for me, it's not the money when I, when I hear stories of what's going on, what people are making. It's the freedom and and what they're how they're living their lives as a result of this, right? So some of the stories I remember hearing was like, you know, someone that used to be a bartender and would be spending their they were just, you know, in order to keep their job, they had to keep the schedule that their boss made. And I remember one woman was saying she had like a death in the family and she wasn't able to leave to go visit her family. And that was like the deal breaker for her where she was like, no, I'm going to lean in and make this business, my coaching business, my full-time income, because I want to see my family. And she was able to do that. And then she was able to make regular visits back to visit her family out of state. She was able to, you know, be there for the most important things. Another story that has stood out for me, again, learning from other other coaches was, uh, this is very, for me, because my mom is a single, was a single mom growing up, and she financially lived, struggled. And as an adult, I know that she doesn't have the resources to, for the best medical care, unless I'm helping her. And I remember another story is I heard a coach share how her, when her mom had a medical emergency, she didn't have to ask the price of the care of the facilities. She was calling around just asking, like, what's the best care? And she didn't have to worry about that price. So one of the things that will really help you wrap your mind around going to the next level in your business and investing in coaching is to get more clear on the why, the vision behind your business, who you want to help as a run coach why it's important to you and what you love about what you do and why it's important for you to have your own schedule to not have to go back to corporate. For me, it's always been, it was a huge aha moment for me realizing that I wanted to work. I love working. I didn't want to be a stay-at-home mom, but I did not want to have to ask for a vacation. I wanted to be home after school with my kids because I was a latchkey kid and that's when my weight problems started. And I was like, I don't want that. I want to be there after school. I want to be the mom who's there. I want to say yes to the play dates. I want to be available to go, you know, I'm going to my daughter's field trip, my twins field trip next week. Um, like I don't want to, I want all those things, but I also want my career, right? So really figuring out your why is important and you can, you'll piece that together the more success stories you listen to. So you're already starting by listening to this podcast, but like finding other people too that you're listening to, you're hearing, because let's be honest, in a, in normal, your normal circle, I want you to think about who are the people in your circle who are entrepreneurs or self-employed? And then I'm, I'm guessing that's a small number out of the people that you spend time with regularly. And then out of those people, how many of those people do you strive to be like or strive for what they have? If the answer is zero or one, if it's one, I want you to spend more time with that person. If it's zero, you need to find people who get it and who understand. And I know we, again, you start coaching because you love the act of helping people grow in their running. But 
it's still a business and in order, it's a different lifestyle. It's a different mindset. It's a, not a trading money for time mindset. It is a trading, it is getting or time for money mindset. It's a, what impact can I make? And being open-minded to accepting the incredible abundance that can come from changing people's lives through your work. And I know that can feel it could, I'm hoping I can help you wrap your mind around that. So conferences are great. I'm going to the RRCA conference in May. I would love to meet you if you're going to be there. It's in Orange County this year. So that's something that you could invest in. I don't know what your certification is through, but RRCA does have their annual conference. I'm in San Diego, so I'm just going to drive up and I'm excited. I grew up in Orange County, so I'll be excited to, you know, be around my old stomping grounds. And I think on the final day, they're doing a um, a, you can be part of the OC half marathon or marathon. It's in Newport beach. I mean, it's great. It'd be awesome. So if you're going to come, please send me a message on Instagram at runner underscore rising. Cause I would love to meet up with you. Okay. The next thing that I did was more of like an entry level coaching program. Um, ideally if you're going to seek out a monthly coaching program, it needs to be niche to you. That's a big reason why I started Runner Rising is I really want to, I, I really saw a need in the market for business coaches for run coaches specifically. I was, I see a lot of fitness industry, but it's different, right? Um, so finding a monthly coaching program, I am not aware of any for run coaches specifically, but what I did first was a, a month, a, I was basically like a membership and there would be like trainings that would come out each month. And then there would be like live Zoom coaching calls that you could attend. So this was my first investment. And I remember it felt like a big deal. I think I paid for, I did, I paid $49 a month. And this is one of the advantage, the biggest perks or biggest reasons why you should pay to be coached. And I honestly think paying more is better because $49, it was motivating enough for me to feel like I should use the resources, but it wasn't quite enough money, right? It's like, it's like when you get the Netflix membership and it's $14.99 or whatever. No, well, every year, every summer, my husband and I, we watch Big Brother and we always sign up for CBS All Access just for Big Brother. This is like my guilty pleasure show. I've been watching it since I was 18 and we pay the what, $8.99 for CBS All Access during the summer and then I always forget to cancel it because it's only $8.99 and I'm not using it, but I'm like, maybe I will, but I'm not going out of my way to use the content or to cancel it because it just feels like a not like a not that much. So when you're a lot of these monthly coaching programs, they're not quite enough money for you to feel the urge, the need to go use them. Plus, if you're paying a low price for a coaching program, it's not custom to you and all of that, but it can be a good way to start, right? And the same goes for these free challenges that people host. I will be hosting a free challenge next month so, or in April. And, you know, that's something that you you can join for free, but you're only going to get out of it what you put in. And I find that when people don't pay and there's something free, because I've offered many free challenges through my business, my coaching business, and no one showed like half the people, not even half, 10% of the people participate in a free training, a free event, a free coaching session, right? We all know that if we've ever tried it. Free doesn't get people accountability. So if you are a highly motivated person like me, 
I went into this monthly coaching program and I got everything I could out of it. But it's still, and I made some huge shifts. So in that monthly coaching program, there was a few things that I re- that really helped me. Number one is it helped me overcome my limiting beliefs. And if you're not in the personal development world, I highly recommend like looking, like reading some books on personal or on limiting beliefs. And I, the book Soundtracks is a good one. Um, the High Five Habit is also a great one. So limiting beliefs are basically these stories that we tell ourselves about the world, right? So there's things that happen to us. There's circumstances, like a circumstance could be, I have five run coach clients. And then your limiting belief is how you interpret that and then how that impacts how you show up in your business. So I have five coaching clients. If your thought is, I'm not very good at finding coaching clients. I'm not a good coach. Um, If I were to bring on 20 more coaching clients, I would be working too much and I'd be stressed out. These are all thoughts you could choose, you could have related to the circumstance of I have five coaching clients, right? So within that, those thoughts all come from limiting beliefs. They, the limiting belief that if you bring on 20 more coaching clients, you're going to be so busy and stressed out, that is going to hold you back from building your business because you're going to be self-sabotaging yourself. Do you see how like if you're believing that 20 more coaching clients is going to be too much work, you're A, you're never going to believe you can make a full-time income because you're like, man, that's going to be like, how many clients will I need? That's not going to work. And you're going to, it means you're going to take less action to find new coaching clients. And by taking less action, I mean, you're going to be not posting as much on social media. You're not going to be sending a newsletter. You're not going to be bold. You're not going to be standing out. You're not going to be talking to people. And that's going to lead to you not getting more coaching clients. So we have to work on those limiting beliefs. And in that monthly coaching program I did, I learned a system for working through my limiting beliefs, but I had to sit down and actually work through them. So I had this worksheet and I would, when I had a thought, like I'm, you know, I, you know, this person's better than me or um, I should be farther ahead. That's one of my big ones, was one of my big ones. I should be farther ahead. What I ultimately found through this coaching program was that this all led to a limiting belief that I had that I wasn't good enough. And that limiting belief that I wasn't good enough, it came like you're get, we get like you get pretty deep. It goes back to my childhood of feeling like I'm not good enough. Right. And through that coaching program, I learned how to change the stories I was telling myself. It doesn't mean that you're 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 going to change your beliefs and you're never going to think negative things again. It just I learned how to change the story. And the more that I changed the story, the more confident I got and the more bold action I took and the more successful I was. So another thing that I learned in that monthly coaching program was how to lead others to have success. I learned how to communicate more effectively. I learned what motivates people. I learned things like that. So after I did this group coaching program, that was really where combined with a very solid why my husband had been laid off. I had baby twins. I was just like sick of it. I was like, I want to go to the next level. I want to be able to travel. I'm ready. I want to do it. So I had a huge why and I invested in my in a program, right? I took it seriously. I actually did it. And when I did that, I was able to grow my income 
to, I remember when I had my first $4,000 a month and that was a big deal. So over that next year, my business really started to take off and I had my first $80,000 year and then I was really growing and I, I had just this really, really a lot of momentum and a lot of excitement. And I thought, I remember thinking, I, I know I can do that better. I know I can double this. I know I can triple this. I feel good about it. And I got introduced to a, 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 a one-on-one coach at this time. And even though, you know, we had a call and she told me about her coaching program and I remember going through it and thinking, this woman is going to help me take my business to the next level. I shared with her my goal, which is still a goal of mine to make a million dollars a year working 20 hours a week. And she was like, yes, we're, we're going to work towards that. I mean, with a realistic timeline, right? And I invested $15,000 in six months of one-on-one coaching with her. I remember when she told me the amount, I was like, my husband's never going to say yes. <laughs> but he did. He did because he believed in me and I believed in myself. And I knew that a few things. I knew that help having her meet with me one-on-one because I had, I'm like I said, you guys already know this. I am a... I'm listening to all the personal development. I'm doing the books. I'm going to the trainings. I'm going to conferences. I was doing all the things, but it felt like there was just something missing, right? Or like I I really wanted a one, one system, one person, one way to guide me to that next level. And that's what I got with the one-on-one coaching. And through that coaching, I had the, the biggest shift in my my belief in myself. But but in addition to that, I was going into that one-on-one coaching with this fear that the success I had created would disappear. Like like it was not like I was a uh like I was a fraud, but that I didn't really know what I was doing. <laughs> and like there was this feeling of scarcity. So it, it created feelings of anxiety, right? Of like, like, are they, is someone going to drop me? Or am I, you know, I'm not going to lose clients and my income's going to go down. Like, is this sustainable? And those thoughts in the background of my mind were affecting my life, right? It was making me overwork. It was making me overworry. It was causing, um, like, it was causing me not to outsource, not to create the systems that I really needed to have the dream business I wanted. My dream business was I'm working on the things that are most important to me, which is coaching and creating content because I love, I love writing. I love content and outsourcing and creating great systems for the other things. And also just being okay, knowing that when you're in a business, you're going to lose people. You're going to have disappointments. You're going to have setbacks, but not letting that define who I was, my happiness. At the end of the day, your business goals are worthy because of the way that they make you feel on the journey to achieving them, right? When you actually get to the goal, if you got there with a really crappy way, like a really a way that caused you to sacrifice your life or your morals or to overwork or to neglect your family or to neglect your, your own running or your own health, then it doesn't even matter if you achieve the goal. Like if you were to make $100,000 doing all the things that I just told you, 
you'd be like, no, I don't even want that. Right. And that's how I felt in accounting. Like I, I know I was, I was making six figures in accounting, but I didn't like the way I was making it. And one of the things that this one-on-one coach helped me with was having more peace in my business and creating those systems that really allowed me to scale and create the freedom, the freedom. So after our one-on-one coaching was over, after six months of one-on-one, I joined her mastermind. And in her mastermind, that was another $5,000. I went to a retreat for a weekend and she was saying like, I the value you're gonna get from this weekend is gonna cover the entire price of your investment. And I truly do believe that. I remember after I went to that mastermind weekend, which was a big deal because I left my family and I had already hosted a retreat with some of the coaches on my team prior. So I was gone for a long time and I had young kids. My kids were two and four, no, three and five and three and five. And I left and I remember that my kids all got sick and my husband's home with them and he was like stressed out. But after I came back, he had watched my Instagram stories and he said, Nicole, something changed in you. You are confident. You are, he's like, you look like a different business owner. And I realized like when I was in, in that year before I started working with her, I wasn't being my most confident self. I was still scared. I was scared of what people were going to think. I was that people pleaser. I had, had, I talked about on a whole episode, I had these limiting beliefs and I came out of that empowered, more confident, and therefore more successful. The income continued to grow. I think I earned another $40,000 that year, which more than covered the cost of the coaching and the mastermind. But more importantly, I developed skills that are now paying off even as I record this episode of this podcast. Um, the woman before I joined her coaching program would never have recorded this podcast. (laughs) I would never have the confidence to start a new business and I would not be earning the income I am. The next mastermind I joined, I love personal growth. You guys, I love being coached. I really do believe in every, every uh, one of my, I will even, I'll put it, I'm not going to put in quotes, but I was going to put in quotes, mentors. The people I admire that I listen to and including my business coaches all invest in business coaches themselves. They all have business coaches. They're all part of masterminds. Mastermind. So the difference between a coaching and a mastermind. So in the coaching program is just me and her on calls. Masterminds, you don't get the one-on-one coaching at all, which is a downside because you're not getting the one-on-one feedback. I I really did prefer the one-on-one coaching, but in the mastermind, it's nice because you get to hear other people's problems who are in similar situations than you. And then I would learn from what they were saying, right? On these group coaching calls, people would share their their problems, their stories, their questions, and there was like training modules, and then I would learn from them. So those the first coach I worked with was very mindset-focused and then also systems-focused. But the next coach I worked with the reason I hired her was because she had be, she was also where I wanted to go, but she was more systems focused. So my next level of growth was I want to create effective systems. One of the things I learned in my first mastermind, as I was going to say, is um, creating better content, better sales copy, all of that. This next mastermind, I learned a lot more about like creating systems, drip campaigns, creating um, outsourcing more so that I last year, you know, last summer I was able to go to Europe for a month. I worked, 
I don't even know, less than five hours a week, my income was not changed. I was able to just do what I needed to do, right? Just the main activities, like, you know, working with my, like doing the coaching activities and creating some content, but um, I had created these systems that was working behind the scenes. And that all came from that next mastermind. So that next mastermind was 5,000 as well, which I think she could have charged more, to be honest. The first mastermind I was part of, she raised the price to 10. So I'm telling you the prices because I want to just like, I want to be that person for you that's like, okay, what, like, what is it? What's the going rate, right? For coaching. Um, and why is it worth it? This is why it's worth it. You know that someone investing in a run coach is worth it because it means that you're going to get to your goal faster. You're going to enjoy the journey more. Um, you're going to be working with someone whose entire career is to help you, right? And that's one of the struggles I had was like, I'd find random mentors who were doing what I was doing, but it wasn't their job to really help me, right? It was their, they were being, they were like giving tips or giving advice. They're like commiserating or, but they weren't showing up as a guide, as a leader for me. And they didn't have a There was no system. There was no like one way. There's so many different ways you can grow and build your business. And it's just nice. Like just like when I potty trained, if you have kids, I hate potty training. It was literally the worst thing about parenting, potty training. And I wanted a book that showed me how do I potty train this kid? Because if you Google it or you go in a mom group and you say, I'm potty training my twins this weekend, which is, do not recommend potty training twins. It's horrible. I wanted to have a book, like, right? I wanted to have the guide. This is what I do when this happens. I wish I could have had her as a coach. I could have called her up when I was like crying, drinking wine when my kid wouldn't pee, but I couldn't. But the next best thing was having that system. And that's what happens when you invest in coaching of any sort. There's a system, there's a way. And I recommend when you invest, you don't spend a lot of time go listening to all these other ways to confuse yourself because the truth is with business, there's not one way, just like running. You know, when you create your plans for your run coach clients, every plan is different for the individual person. There are principles, but there's so many methods, even your method. You know, when I did my RRCA certification, the RRCA way is different than the method that I've used to self-coach myself in the past, right? So there's not one way, but it's nice to have someone to give you the path. Um, Another huge advantage to coaching or masterminds is really just being in the room where it happens. Like I said before, especially with masterminds, it's like being in the room with other people who are doing what you're doing is huge. Finding that community of people who have the same problems as you and have the same, like I said, the problems and struggles I think are the most important because we can sometimes feel like we're the only one who has that problem. We're the only one who puts up the social media post and no one listens, or we're the only one who has doubts or sometimes thinks, um, yeah, I'm just like, what's the point of this? I should just go back to, I should just go like find a, like work at Target. I don't even know. Like I would rather do anything at this moment than put myself out there, right? We all have those thoughts. Because it can be scary to build a business. But when you're in the room with people who are doing what you're doing, and ideally in the room with some people who are ahead of what you're doing, I don't like to be this like the most advanced person in my mastermind or the most successful ever. 
I want to learn from the people who are more successful for me. And as you get more successful, it's harder and harder to find people who are that way, right? So you also, when you're coaching in, you're learning from someone who has what you want because there's a lot of people in your life who are going to tell you what you should or shouldn't do, but they don't have what you want. You only want to listen to advice from people who have what you want, which is not just the money or the followers. It's also you want to look at subtle things like their philosophy, how they treat people, their the freedom they have, right? Like, do they work nonstop? I don't want to learn from someone who's on their, like who works 24 seven. No, no thanks. That's not what I want, right? So you're learning from someone who has what you want, not from those people in your life who are saying, it'd be easier if you just went back to nursing or it's easier if, you know, you just finish your degree and like, there's no way you could be a full-time run coach. Like, I mean, we know this. I, I still have friends who are like, wait, you could make money as a run coach? Like you could be a full-time run? Yes, you can So find the people who have done it or that believe you can do it and hang around them more. Again, one clear path to success is huge advantage of coaching or masterminds, having that framework, the roadmap. I have my Runner Rising Academy. We have a roadmap that you follow. It has the steps. It has the trainings. I will troubleshoot with you. It is so nice to have that. And this is a huge one. It forces you to focus on your business. As I said earlier, when you're paying the price, you are more likely to show up for yourself. When you make that commitment, I know this can be a reason why people don't invest in coaching. They're like, oh, I'm busy. I'm like, it's not the right time. I'm training for a marathon. Like Mike, I have a lot of athletes who have marathons right now. Um, you know, it's the holiday, whatever it is, you will make the time when you invest. So if you say, I'm going to build my business, I'm going to grow my business. You keep saying you're going to grow your business. You're going to do it. You're going to set aside the time. If you hire a coach or join a mastermind, you are not only getting a weekly or biweekly call where you are sitting there and you're forced to lock in. You have the trainings there, but it's making you do it, right? It's making you spend time thinking about your business. And I know I think about my business a lot while I'm running, but Having that ability to bounce it off someone, get the custom coaching, all of that. Um, a huge advantage of coaching, obviously, especially if it's if you have a one-on-one element. But even in group coaching, I would never, don't ever join a group coaching program that doesn't include some kind of live call where you can come on and get custom coaching if you want. So all of the masterminds, I'm always the one who's raising their hand. I want coaching. I want to ask my question. I'm not here just to listen to what everyone else says. I'm here to get my own coaching. And so you want to make sure that you are in a program that allows some kind of access to the expert who you're investing in. You never want to join a coaching or program where you're, it's like this huge, huge organization, right? Where like some other person's onboarding you and then you get put into like this huge group and you never get access to the person that you joined. And obviously the huge people in the world like Amy Porterfield and those kind of coaches, like they can't one-on-one coach you. So that's why I'm a big proponent of smaller coaching organizations um, because you just get more of that one-on-one. And that's honestly more valuable than the guru expert telling you what to do is actually having someone look at your business and saying, this is what I think you should do. Just like one-on-one run coaching is obviously better than a plan, than a than a free workout or a free run plan, right? Accountability is another part. So as part of, if you're in any kind of coaching, you should have reported statistics, right? So I want to know like what your income is for the month, 
What was your, how many new people did we add to your email list? How did your, how many inquiries and conversations did you have? How many um, coaching calls did you have? And how many of those converted to sales? And we're going to look at those numbers together and you're going to get accountability around not only taking action, but tracking it. And when you know that someone's looking at your stats, you're going to show up and do the work, right? And that's going to result in you making money. And then this is my favorite part is someone to believe in you. So this really comes with the one-on-one coaching program, but also in my group coaching, I'm, I'm going to have a very, I will, you know, that'll be launching in April, but I will have a very strong relationship with every person in the group. That's one of my big philosophies is one-on-one and custom, but someone to believe in you because we don't always believe in ourselves. And I know you do this as a run coach for your athletes is you believe in them when they don't believe in themselves. How much does it mean to your clients, your run coach athletes, when you tell them that you think they can achieve their race goal? Maybe they're not going to achieve it that time, but them knowing that you believe in them is going to help them try harder, right? And it means a lot to them because even when they fail or if they fail, and I mean, we all do, right? We don't always hit our goals in our business or in running. Knowing that there's someone who's like, I know your heart. I know your business. I know you, and I believe in you. I think you can do this. That is huge. That is huge. And if you're lucky enough to have a spouse or best friend who also gives you that encouragement, then that's even, that's also great, right? We just need someone to believe in us. So your coach should believe in you. If they don't, that's a problem. (laughs) But, um, I would never tell someone I believe in them if I don't, but I truly believe like what things that I look for in a coaching when when I'm looking at the I've coached over 200 women to start businesses and grow businesses. And the things that I look in look at when I believe in someone, I mean everyone's different. But number 1, it's just that they do what they say they're going to do, right? And that they they ask questions, they take action, they are persistent because those are the most important things when it comes to business, right? Is figuring things out, making, saying, oh, that post sucked. Like, why did it suck? Right. Or I didn't get that run coach client. Why didn't I get them? Like what, what, where do I think I lost it on the conversation? Or maybe they just weren't the right fit. Right. And like analyzing. Right. So I'm just going to say it here. If you're listening to this podcast, you've gotten this far. I believe in you because you are learning, you're growing, you're investing time and energy into getting better. All right. I think the biggest excuses that I hear when it comes to investing is that you can't afford it and that I think you can't afford not to. I think you cannot, if you want to grow a business, you cannot afford not to invest in your personal growth and business growth. It is like being like, I'm going to be a nurse, but I'm not going to go to nursing school. They wouldn't let you, right? I don't want to pay for it. I'll just figure it out on my own. No, you're not going to figure it out on your own. You literally can't afford not to. It is just like, I don't, I mean, if someone has a big running goal, could they go try to do it on their own? To an extent, yes. Is it going to be more enjoyable? Is it going to be more likely they achieve their goal? Are they going to learn skills and things that they like maybe never would have? Yes. And with business, there's so much more on the line. You not investing in coaching could mean two to three more years of struggling. It could mean losing all hope, right? And like having your spouse be like, what are you doing? Like, you shouldn't even do this. But when you show up and you invest in coaching and you say, I'm here to go to this next level, it's not the perfect time because it never will be. And 
I'm going to invest in this and go and change my life, right? You can't afford not to. I like to think about considering the cost of staying in the same place. If I'm to invest, if I didn't invest that 15,000 in my one-on-one coaching, where would I have been a year later, right? I would have, my income probably would have been at least 15,000 less. Um, But now I'm even seeing, like I said, the dividends of that coaching paying off because it's taken me to a, a place that I didn't even know was in my future, which was founding Runner Rising, creating this podcast, being able to now be that mentor, that guide for run coaches who I know need it. Because I think anyone who starts a business, it can be lonely. And I know the power of community because I've created communities. I've been part of communities with in business and I know how magical it is and how really amazing it makes the whole experience. So what to look for in a coach or I, again, someone who has the results you want, someone where you share a philosophy or a style. And I think you have to just like jive with them to some extent. Like there's certain people that I don't, I don't jive with and I'm not going to want to work with them. Right. So Knowing that, um, a good communicator is huge. I'm huge on communication. My biggest pet peeve is people who don't communicate. It drives me insane. So I want someone, just like with run coaches, when I've hired run coaches, I need you to be a good communicator. If they're not communicating effectively and well, it's not going to work for me. So for me, good communicator, having a system that is proven, having their own level of success. And then again, if they need to give you some level of custom feedback, the more the better. Um... For me, with Runner Rising, with my one-on-one coaching, I start by giving you a one-on-one plan. So we meet, we go through your business and your goals, and then we create a custom roadmap. Then there's resources that I've created, videos and trainings and worksheets that you can go through self-paced based on the roadmap we created. And then we meet again, we go over your niche, we really dig into who is your ideal athlete, how are you talking to them, and how do we get their attention on social media? What kind of download or free freebie do we need to create so that they are attracted to that? They download it, they get on your email list. Then I will teach you how to sell on your email list, give you guides, scripts, all of that. I will look over your emails if you need. We will we will be in it together. So sorry, I went on a little tangent, but that's that's what I've created with the Runner Rising Academy one-on-one program, which is currently, I'm enrolling, I have three spots for this month that ends on February 29th, and I'm offering a 40% off right now, and then the price will go up to the full price on March 1st. So if you are interested in working with a coach who specializes in run coaches, who is gonna give you above and beyond one-on-one custom business support, accountability, the roadmap to help you achieve your goals. I would love to work with you. Please go to runnerrising.com. You can schedule a call with me. You can message me on runner underscore rising on Instagram. But um, I just can't. And if it's not me that you work with, I encourage you to please find someone, find a coach, a guide, invest in something to take your business to the next level. Don't just bounce from free to free and say, I'll do it on my own. I can do it on my own because you're just not as likely to do it on your own. I've been there. I have wasted time. I have felt stuck. I have had big goals and then not really known how to how to get to them and really not believed that I could. And the value that I've received from mentorship through coaching 
um, far outweighs the cost. So I hope this was helpful and I hope that at the very least you will go out and get a personal development book to work on what you need. So if you want a a custom suggestion for personal development, you can feel free to message me on um, Instagram and I can suggest something based on kind of what you think you need to grow in. Um, whether that's like actual business skills or it's maybe, you know, belief in yourself or whatever it is, I can give you a little custom recommendation, but I hope this was helpful. And on the last note, I just want to say, you got to believe in yourself. It comes down to being relentless in redirecting your mind to all the ways that you can do this, that that constant deep-seated belief that you're on a mission, that you are going to change your life, that you're going to change so many women's lives along the way through your coaching, that is what's going to guide you on the hard days. It's going to get you out of your comfort zone. It's going to take you to that next level. And just believe in yourself. And it's not something that happens automatically. It's a practice. And I hope that I was able to communicate that with you today, how important it is. And let's go off and and go do it. If you loved this, please give me a five-star review, share it with anyone, and um, I'll be back next week. All right, thanks.